Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Beyond the Cubicle podcast. Hope you guys have been enjoying the uh, throwback episodes the last couple of weeks. Uh, Eric and I will be back next week with some new episodes. Uh, we took the last couple of weeks to kind of recharge and refuel a bit. Enjoy the last bits of summer vacation, do some traveling for work. If this is your first time listening to us, a special welcome. And um, here's a little bit about the show, just so you can get to know kind of what we're about. We want to help you get promoted and make more money in your career. It's, it's kind of that simple for us. And also in the process, we hope you grow um, not only as a professional, but as a human being. I mean, we do that by focusing on four key areas, your performance, your image, your exposure, as in uh, what decision makers in your, it's your job and your organization know you in a positive light and your spirituality. Um, you can connect with us on social media at this is BTC. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at that tag. You know, part of the career journey is seeking new opportunities. And if that's the case for you now or in the near future, that means you need a stellar resume to be able to send out to the masses. And that's where our sponsor comes in. Brandresumes.com, where landing more interviews is made easy for many of us. Um, you know, whether you're fresh out of college or creating a resume for the first time or whether you have some years in the game and it's time to refresh it a bit. That whole process can be nerve wracking, anxiety inducing and a bit stressful. On top of that, in today's landscape, having a solid LinkedIn profile can play a huge role in increasing your opportunities in the job market. And that's where brand resumes comes in. You start with a free 15 minute consultation where their experts get to know you a little bit, understand your goals, the types of things you're looking for in your next role. From there, you can choose from a variety of packages that include professional resume, LinkedIn profile optimization. Heck, they even have packages where they will apply to the relevant jobs for you. You can't beat that. So again, visit brandresumes.com and book your free 15 minute consultation. That's brand resumes. B-R-A-N-D Resumes Dot Com Alright Like I said earlier We have a throwback episode For you today But before we get into that I wanted to share Some insight I gained From some various conversations I've had over the last Couple of days in this week And just some stuff That I was listening to um, You know We as humans We We are not Fixed into who we are We are a process and a big part of their process is learning how to handle challenges and, and, and just learning how to continue to push towards our goals. Right. So in a conversation I was listening to this week, um, I, they were talking about how as humans, we always uh, when, when we get a new challenge or something happens to us in life and it's and it's tough. We just constantly talk about how hard it is, how hard this thing is, how how hard this new job is, how hard it is to break through, to get a promotion, et cetera. Right. Um, but how they framed it was hard just means new. It just means it's a new situation that you have not had the opportunity to master as of yet. And when they said that it clicked, I'm just like, man, that makes that makes a lot of sense. But it also uh, made me think about how powerful words are and how even more powerful the words that don't come out of our mouths are. The words that we say to ourselves are more powerful than the words that we actually speak. 
because the ones that don't come out of our mouth, those are the reflexes of how we truly feel. And so, you know, it just got me to thinking about that and just how we need to learn how to fight that ego and fight the self-loathing when we wake up in the morning and throughout the day to be able to find more of a balance and lean towards positivity in how we think about ourselves. And instead of saying something is hard, let's start trying to reframe it and say, you know, this is just a new thing that I've not mastered yet. And I think that would help us in terms of pushing through, breaking through walls and breaking through uh, motivation issues and and that type of thing to continue to push towards our goals and uh, reach and reach our goals and, and have success in our careers. So, like I said, throwback episode. And I think today's episode actually fits well with what I was just talking about. I'm going to take you all the way back to episode number six, where we talked about how to find a mentor and how to build that relationship with them. So I hope you guys enjoy it. You know, hit us in the comments. Um, shoot us an email at podbtc at gmail.com. Let me know what you think. Enjoy. The importance of having a mentor. Why do you feel it's important? for everyone to have a mentor, whether it's in a professional setting or not. I'll use an analogy. If you were driving from here to California, now I almost had a throwback statement back before GPSs. Wow. But you'd need a map. Yeah. Okay, prior to GPS, you need a map. In fact, GPS is a map. It's just a real-time map you can follow. But you'd need a map. And if you didn't have a map, you could end up at the West Coast, but you'd make a bunch of strange wrong turns Hmm. because to get where you're going, uh, you need some direction. Now, a mentor is nothing more than a career map, someone that can provide a career map. When have I seen this before? When do these things happen? And a good mentor uh, can help you find a way through things that you ordinarily wouldn't know. Even if you're really smart. Have you had many mentors in your life? Um, Many. My career did not take off until I had a mentor. Gentleman by the name of Harvey Coleman, I will claim him and thank God for his uh, insight. Uh, He's out of Atlanta, and I first went to a class entitled Cross-Cultural Communication. And it wasn't just black and white cross-culture. It was age. It was gender. You know, anytime you cross a line and you're commuting with someone, uh, communicating with somebody that isn't just like you, mm-hmm. you're crossing cultural lines. Right. And when that happens, you need to know a few things to do that. So I went to his class, listened to him. He was absolutely brilliant. And uh, from that time on, I just asked, could I stay in touch with him? We asked a few questions. And from then on, I would call him every now and then and get some insight. I would go to visit him. Uh, he made a difference in my in my life. Personally, I I've had uh, a few mentors. Currently, you're one of my mentors. I consider you one of my mentors. <laughs> and um, I have one at work. Mm-hmm. So going back a little ways in my career, right? The company, my one of my first companies that I worked for, actually encouraged mentoring, but they also intentionally set up mentoring programs within the departments. Awesome. Okay. But 
that company is going through a few transitions and that and that's not something that they push as much. Mm-hmm. But I, I've known people in certain situations to put the responsibility of development because mentors are important to your development Correct. as a person and as a you know as somebody who's moving up through the, the career ranks, right? Right. Right. Um, but I've known people to put the responsibility of their development on their company. Mm-hmm. My company's not doing enough to develop me, mm-hmm. which on a certain level is a thing. Could be. Right, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I I think part of that plays into them being aware that they may need a mentor at some particular point. You're spot on. Right. You really, now this is not going to set well with everybody that hears this. Mm -hmm. You're responsible for you. (laughs) If you want to grow, you've got to do some things to get there. Mentors aren't going to fall in your lap. You're going to have to come up with some initiatives. Now, some companies do push mentorship because they realize it helps them better when they have a group of people that are growing and developing and whatever. Right. But in the cold, the cold world, <laughs> you better find somebody to help you get through what's in front of you. But that's not fair. Well, back to our word, fair. <laughs> <laughs> there is no fair. Uh, another four-letter word. It's the, you know, if if you want fair, you know, you got to talk to your teacher for the right grade. But out here in the real world, right. we don't care about fair. Right. You know, God does, so we go to him. But the rest of us, right. <laughs> no. Right. That's not even a thing. So in, important things to um, important things that mentors should have when you're seeking them first experience Mm -hmm. and you want to find somebody that has experience in some area um, that you would like some help in, in your development. For instance, your background is finance, right? Okay. If you have a mentor that has worked in finance and they've got 20 or 30 years experience, they can give you tips about things that they've, have dealt with for 20 or 30 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they've got that experience, they can help you there. You may have another mentor who may be able to help you as a minority male mm-hmm. in a leadership position, mm-hmm. which is a little different from maybe the finance background, but still can help you. So the more mentors you have, mm-hmm. it's kind of like having more books in the library. The more mentors you have, the more access to information that you can use to make your life better. I like the books in the library that's, analogy. That's I never thought about it that way. Don't okay. just read one. <laughs> yeah, true. This is true. Um, here's mm-hmm. the flow. Mm-hmm. Finding mentors, mm-hmm. how to approach and begin the relationship, well, start the relationship with the mentor, mm-hmm. and how to maintain that relationship with the mentor. Good piece. Good piece. Let's talk about finding first. Uh, finding... Keep your antenna open. Let your family be involved, your friends. And it goes like this. Hey, I am in the public speaking world. Who's good? And really what you want first are people that are good in that area. So you take all that data in and they'll, you know, uh, come up with a name. And there are a couple of friends of mine that are just awesome speakers. And when I'm around them, when they're talking, I'm getting wisdom. And I'm, I'm sucking in everything that they say. Uh, maybe I'll talk to my pop or my son or my daughter and I'll say, hey, 
who do you know that's good? And they'll say, hey, I went to listen to this person and this person is good. Well, you want a list of people that seem to have some expertise in the field you're interested in. And you want to make a long list of that. And you want to be open to absolutely any and everybody because you don't know where that one nugget is going to come from mm -hmm. that makes you just, you know, turns you into the monster, just the beast that can do it all. Um, so you want that list to be long. And you just, you open up the doors. Hey, guys, any and everybody, all you guys in my social network, uh, looking for somebody that's really good at this. You guys got any names? And collect that. Um once you've got that list, mm -hmm. now you've got something to go after. Now, I'm going to research. We're in the age of Google and Instagram and social right. media. Right. Um, I'm going to get in your business. I'm going to pull you up and see what you've done. I'm going on LinkedIn to see who endorses you. I'm going on uh, Instagram to see if you have any words of wisdom, to see if our philosophies are similar. Right. You know, I thought some people are great, and then gone to Twitter and read what they, what they wrote, and I realized... We were not on the same page, right. so there's no really need for me to bother you. Yeah, um, But you kind of want to do research. So I may say I have 80 to 100 folks there that are on the list of people I'd like to talk to. I'm going to do my research mm -hmm. to say who really fits in with where I think I'd like to go. I think it's interesting what you pointed out about just kind of researching the, the personal side of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, as much as I use social media, sometimes I often forget it's easy to go find out what people's views are on things oh. because oftentimes we forget how much our social media is now a part of our entire perception profile. Absolutely. Basically. You know what I mean? <laughs> and it's, it's like I hear it all the time because I've had friends recently uh, talk about them going on interviews mm -hmm. and their recruiter asking them what their social media profiles, uh, either that or commenting, sorry, not asking, yes. but commenting on what their social media profiles. Absolutely. Like. For some reason, it just never stuck that, oh, well, if I want to know something about somebody I'm considering uh, asking to be my mentor or even somebody that I may be considering mentoring. Yes. Right. Yes. That I would go out and just kind of check their social media profiles just to kind of see what their views we are. We do it all the time now. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. a part of our it's a part of our world. In fact, we are so published publishing oriented. I don't know how you say that. Mm -hmm. Uh almost all of our thoughts and beliefs. Man, if you check my Facebook page, you see my Twitter, you see my Instagram, right. you know I believe in family, you know I believe in God, you know. Uh, I'd rather focus on achieving something than fighting you about a minute issue. Mm -hmm. uh, you're going to know pretty much who I am. That's good. You know? But that's also, you know, your mentors, and the more professional they are, you're going to be able to see that by checking their social media. So in terms of like figuring out how to even get started looking for a mentor, reach out to your circle, right? see if there's some names floating around, then start to do your research. Absolutely. Okay. Next step in that is the approach, right? Right. Okay. You need an introduction. Yeah. A couple of ways you can do that. If it's via somebody in your circle, mm -hmm. please use them as an introduction. Okay. Uh, if it's somebody that you know, a friend of a friend. And what that does, it allows this person to at least gauge where you might be coming from. Correct. Had a young, young man reach out to me last week that was referred to me by another young person I love dearly. And they said, hey, my buddy so-and-so is going to call you. And we had a chat. He told me his background, his philosophy. Uh, I shared with him mine. Had a great time. We're connected now by email. He's mm -hmm. in another city. Mm -hmm. 
but he can call me at any time and can shoot me an email or absolutely any subject. And I'm looking forward to, to, to having dialogue with him. Uh, it's not a one-way street, however, okay. because I learn things from all of you guys that I would never have known without it. So there's give and take mm -hmm. in the relationship. Mm -hmm. And while you might say, this is a person with my mentoring, be sure they are learning from you too. And how you are either validates or helps them change their perception about something. Yeah. So it is a two-way street. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. So if the mentor is a friend of a friend. Yes, getting that. Or if they're associated with that friend. Yes, using that. Away. I think that's a great tip for introverts. Yes. Because as an introvert myself, I find it difficult to uh, often step outside of my myself and make that initial step. Oh, it's putting yourself out there. Yeah, it is. Yeah. The cool thing is this, though. On that connection, and, and I know we're going to get to the cold call next. Yeah. On that connection, when you're saying, look, I would just like to be able to stay connected, shoot you an email every now and then and get your perspectives on things. Right. Anybody that's worth their salt, and there's a point, and psychology will tell you there's a point, there's an age, there's a process that you go through life where you are looking to actually help. I'm very blessed, to be honest. There's nothing really I want. Mm -hmm. So it comes from a spot where, who else can I help? Now, right. I remember the painful times and right. the absolutely dumb, idiotic things I've done. Mm -hmm. So I care about you. I care about, you know, the rest of the young folks in the crew. I don't want to see you guys be as stupid as I was. Right. It's painful. It hurts. So I'll think about that pain and say, hey, who can I, who can I help? Can I tell somebody <laughs> where this is? Because I'd rather see you smile yeah, yeah. than have that look on your face that I had on my face back yeah. in the 70s and 80s going, duh. The cold call then. The cold call and then I have a follow-up. That's that. the tricky one. Mm -hmm. That's the one where you say, hey, here is somebody that is a, maybe they're a phenom in their field. There is no reason why you don't shoot them an email or, or whatever their form of communication is and say, hey, I would love to just ask you a couple of questions. Now, here's a couple of tricks to that. If they've written a book, mm -hmm. if they're published, if they are known for having accomplished whatever, I usually ask my questions related to whatever work they did. Mm, okay, okay. So you came up with a new system of, say, managing a financial problem yeah. that pops yeah. up yeah i'd say hey brian uh you you know you don't know me from adam's house cat but in my email uh i read some of your work it was brilliant if you have a moment just a second i would love to be able to shoot you a couple of emails back and forth and ask you something about whatever is this okay with you always get their permission right and you're gonna be nice it's one of those days maybe you're only half you know half crazed in the afternoon you say yeah, this kid looks like he's good. And I, I would put some kind of intro. You know, my name is Eric Kelly. I'm uh, fresh out of UT and mm -hmm. finance, mm -hmm. and I'm looking to grow my career. I looked at your work. Do you mind if I shoot you an email every now and then and ask you a couple of questions? Mm -hmm. Unless you're having a real bad day, you're probably going to say, yeah. yeah. Okay. Now, if you're arrogant and cocky and say, ah, these youngsters, I don't want to talk to them, then you don't want that person as a mentor anyway. Right, which is something I want to say for the end, too, just, yeah. just about the other side of it. Yeah. Um, so the follow-up I wanted to ask was, is there a such thing as, and I don't even know if there's the right term, it's just a term that comes to my head, right? Mm -hmm. Passive mentoring. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. In the sense of, let's say I am, I'll speak financial terms. I'm a staff accountant. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's, let's say I'm a staff accountant and I'm like a deep introvert. Got like it. It's just difficult. Period. I have anxiety about approaching people. <laughs> got it. Got so it. being an accountant actually it's fits cool. the model. It's cool. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because there's there's very little that we have to do in terms of like socializing, right? Got it. Um, well, let's just say that's my profile, right? I'm, okay. I'm an accountant, staff accountant, low end, right? And I'm a deep introvert, right? Deeply introverted. Passive mentoring in my mind would be. Let's say there's someone that I see around the office. They're higher up. Mm-hmm. It would terrify me to approach them even through an email because mm-hmm. I'm, maybe I'm afraid of that rejection, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I can kind of keep track of what they're doing, how they're doing it. Um, I can see the different type of decisions that they've made. I can hear you know, from time to time whether I'm in meetings with them or whatever, how they're making decisions, how they're thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm learning that way. Mm-hmm. It, that works. That, that works. And there's another term we use for that. It's called modeling. Okay. Modeling. Okay. And that is a form. That sounds if, a lot more but efficient. Now, you, have to be, you have to be very astute. So for you to go there, mm-hmm. you're already very astute. You're mm-hmm. already understanding this person has something that I'd like to, I'd like to have. Gotcha. So, that means your brain is already wide open to information. So, yes, it will work. And you're watching, you're calibrating, you're in meetings, you watch how they carry themselves, and you start to model. And that is very effective. Mm-hmm. And here's the reason why. In your organization, if they have been successful, mm-hmm. and they tend to have been successful, you're going to look at the behaviors that your, in, in more, more cases than not, you're going to look at the behaviors that your organization rewards. Mm-hmm. In fact, the more of those you get and the more you're able to cross-reference and kind of baseline those behaviors, you're going to yeah. say, oh, this is the accepted communication norm around here. So modeling is super powerful, and yes, it works well. And, and something just hit me because you, you said something about the mind already being open to receiving new information. And it's like, man, maybe we should have started, started with that. <laughs> started with that because because it it was hitting me, and, and you know, hopefully, if we have time, I, I'll share a story about uh, someone asking me to mentor them mm-hmm. recently, mm-hmm. like a couple of months ago. But mm-hmm. uh, being being the type of person um, that can be mentored, right? Big, big. I, I think about sports, and it's something I tell my son all the time. You have to be coachable. Absolutely. Okay? Oh, man. Even because to me, you know, when I think about mentoring and coaching and sports and all that type of di- that, that different type of stuff, I think about the times when the mentoring is most effective is in those times of tested uh, situations, struggle. Absolutely. Rough times. Absolutely. Because it's easy to receive information when everything's going well. When you when there's something that's happening, whether it's, you know, your mindset may need to be tweaked a little bit or, you know, a situation is rough and you feel like you're right and, you know, it's just not working and your mentor or your coach says, hmm, well, this is kind of on you. Maybe we should approach it this way. That's when the lesson sticks. That's when the lesson either sticks or or that's when you find out if you're if you have the right set, right mindset to be mentored. Absolutely. 
uh, a know-it-all mm-hmm. will kill your career. Yeah. You are as smart as you really are, but you're not as smart as everybody else is. Mm. And what happens is I got to be humble mm-hmm. to receive the power of mentorship. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we guys talk all the time, and I, I share on most of my talks, I said, most of my close friends are millennials. <laughs> I said, they're 30 years younger than me. Yeah. Said, but what I learn from the millennials, I learn there's a certain logic. Yeah. Um, there's a certain, you know, we were at church a couple weeks ago, and a three-year-old little girl sat on my wife's lap, picked up her phone, swiped through it, and asked her where the games were. Now, this little young, this little girl can't read yet. Uh, yeah. But yeah. there's a certain lot. I don't know if y'all, what y'all were born with. Y'all were born <laughs> with a logic chip or a tech chip somewhere. But there's a certain way of thinking, even the way you guys do math compared to what we did 60 years ago, compared to what happened 30 years later, was different. So here, here's the thing. Everybody learns from everybody. But you got to be willing to learn. You can't say, I'm smarter than you. You guys are definitely smarter than me. When it comes to tech stuff, mm. it's not even close. However, I can tell you some experiences yep. that you guys haven't had yet. Now, here's the plus, and this is why I say it is two-way. We both learn from each other, yes, and everybody gets better. Uh, so you can also bring a present to your mentor because as you're talking and listening, and you, you're listening, you want to listen more than talk, uh, if you see where you can benefit your mentor, you help them. Yeah. That's that's a present for mm-hmm. what you're receiving from them. But it, it's it's definitely a two way street, and you've got to be open, and you got to be teachable and coachable. And you take your ego and you put it somewhere so you can get better. All right. So quick recap before we move on to our third point. Quick recap. So basically, you have to prepare yourself to be mentors is yes. what I'm what I'm gathering. Yes. Humble yourself, open your mind to be receiving new information. Uh, be coachable, especially in those tough moments. Then, to start the process, gather a list of potential mentors. Um, research them. Right. Um, tap, reach out to your circle to see if they have any suggestions. Correct. Um, formulate your list and make sure you research them uh, for information that's available, which includes reaching out to your circle again if, they, if they're through there and making sure you have enough information to kind of make a decision. Right. Uh, second, the approach. Um, you know, even if you're introverted, this is something that you can do. I formulate an email. Yes. Uh, reach out to your circle again to see if they may be able to introduce you. In Absolutely. Way. And, you know, keep the communication simple in the beginning. Make sure you introduce yourself. Uh, give them a little bit of background about yourself, especially if you don't know them. And then, you know, politely ask if they wouldn't mind um, answering a few questions here and there about, you know, decisions in life and everything else. Right? Absolutely. All right. You, you, you cool. got it on the money. So let's jump to our last point, which is maintaining their relationship once you've gotten your mentor. Right. Our mentors of people, too, um, is – Mad cool if during the holidays you send them a Christmas card. Mm -hmm. Um, If you have listened well enough, you'll hear what they like Mm -hmm. and what they don't like. And send them something that they like, some piece of information. Uh, When we talk about this, you know, you send me so much stuff on the same stuff that we talk about, the careers and whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it doesn't matter how 30-year head start because you're sending me stuff I didn't know. Yeah. 
And I'm like, this is mad cool. So it either supports it or it's a topic we can discuss. But that's your gift to me. Well, that's why it's a two-way street. Mm -hmm. So you send them things. You, you, you know, they help you. Uh, if you can, go to lunch with them. Mm -hmm. Take them to lunch. Pay for the lunch because what they're giving you, it's worth whatever it is you're doing on lunches. Um, and sometimes it's just a thank you note. Right. Sometimes a note to a mentor. We're all busy. We're all in somebody's office or job mm -hmm. or project. But sometimes they know, hey, I really appreciate that. And that's for any of us. A thank you note, a thank you email, a thank you text is so powerful. Right. And that motivates them even more, and they feel like, hey, I'm making a difference. In fact, they might go out and help mentor somebody else. <laughs> right. Um, I think something I want to add to that is don't overdo it in terms of your your reaching out and your communication. Mm -hmm. I think it's, it's just, it just comes with, I guess, just you know, just a human human decency of just kind of being aware that that person also has a career. And, only so much time. You know what I'm saying? Only so much time yes. as, they're, as they're going. So yes. be mindful that they don't need to be your counselor. Mentoring and counseling are different. Right. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? Be mindful that they don't need to be your counselor. Yes, sir. But that they're just there to kind of help guide you through uh, yes, certain sir. avenues in life. That's also why more than one mentor is a plus. True. You can balance it If out. you've got four or five mentors mm -hmm. and you've worn one out on one topic, <laughs> give that one a break. Go to two others, <laughs> yeah. kind of balance it out. And uh, there are some common lessons that are the same. Mm -hmm. They really are. I think, uh, I, quick story. I, I'm big on something I'm learning that has become a big part. It's like I, I want to pay stuff forward, mm -hmm. right? And so um, as I've kind of gone through a spiritual journey over the last few years, I try to, try to find ways to, whether it be just listening to someone whether it be sharing information that I find is pertinent to that person's situation, sharing experience here or there, like I just want to pay it forward. Um, at work, man, I've been fortunate, and it humbled me because I just wasn't expecting it. Um, two young people at work have come and asked me to mentor them. And honestly, it scared me <laughs> at first because I'm like, First of all, I guess that meant that I was kind of starting to be putting the old head crew. <laughs> <laughs> Watch it, dude. It, it, it gets worse from there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, wait a minute. Like, I'm, I, I, I'm I haven't 30. been around that long. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm 36. I'm like, I'm 13 years into my, my career. Like, why y'all asking me to mentor you? But um, it humbled me in the same sense because, you know, these things, like both of those relationships happened organically. Um, I, one was a new hire. And I had to train him for my old position. Mm. And we just ended up talking about more than just work. Mm -hmm. And the style in which I taught him, it really connected with him. And so, you know, he's you know, he's reaches out, hey, how should I handle this? That's awesome. And and neither one of them are like they, they don't overdo it. Um, I think the other is a young lady who I just been kind of talking to her and just kind of helping her navigate some challenging situations at work. Mm -hmm. And the mentoring had already been happening. Mm -hmm. And then she, she just kind of formalized and it just asked me one day and I was like, sure. Mm -hmm. um, and with both of them, man, you know, sometimes it's, everybody has their own ideas about how, 
how to kind of take care of things, which is absolutely fine. Absolutely. And I tell them all the time, it's like, look, I, I don't know everything. I'm just sharing with you my experience. And and I also make sure I, I do I do this. I give credit to where I got the information from. So oftentimes I'm telling them, hey, like my mentor, you know, he told me this, so I'm passing this on to you because it works here, you know, and uh and they appreciate it. You know? Absolutely. They there have been some some challenging situations that come up because, you know, when you're dealing with people, emotions are involved. Mm-hmm. And there have been some emotional situations. And, you know, sometimes it's difficult to be coachable. And it, it yeah. So, like, all that's there. Yeah, all is there. And, it, and it, it's funny because it's just like that mentor mentee relationship is just like a typical marital type relationship mm-hmm. and having kids at the same time. It's crazy. It's crazy. Basically, as a mentor, it's what you're doing. You're saying, look, because it's not your responsibility to change their lives. Mm-hmm. You are offering them something. They have a choice to take it or reject it. And God bless them either way. Right. Now, we hope those tips, you know, just kind of help you in your career process. And mentoring, I find, is a very, very, very important and essential thing if we're going to climb the ladder. Like Eric said at the beginning of the podcast, if you're driving cross country to L.A., you need a GPS, a map if you want to go old school or, or whatever. So that you know where the twists and the turns are, where to where to get off and on of the highway and et cetera. And a mentor fits that that mold for us in terms of our career map. Anything else you want to drop on? I think that you have recapped that wonderfully. <laughs> I'm Brian Montgomery, and for Eric Kelly, until next week. Next time. Take care.